0: You want to bet like the not for the Bay podcast, go sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, where you can get in the game provides multiple sports online casino and live betting has easy deposits, fast payouts. So sign up today using promo code NFD to receive 125% in bonuses, bet us, bet wherever, whenever coming up on the not for the Bay podcast, we will be recapping the Philadelphia Eagles at the Houston Texans Thursday night football game. Also, It's that time, week nine, betting odds and spreads. We're going to get into that. And also, the the Miami Dolphins didn't waste any time getting Bradley Chubb, that contract extension. We're going to get into, into all of that in today's episode. But you know how we kick things off with Silent Hill.
1: No love lost, i just move high move. Yeah, Chalkin' for position, I'm fighting ill and too. Whoa, I got these niggas rattled, cause these bitches so loose. So low. Tell on a tone, while she blowin' my flu. My- I got biggy dreams, give me, give me the loot. Don't put no selling on me, I'ma shoot through the moon. Every day I wake up, I'm tryna blow yeah. it out. The Speakers yeah. knocking, we hit it while I move through yeah. the yeah. town. I discover what it's like to say, fuck it. You wow. can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something. Took a little yeah. minute, but I like who I'm becoming. Yeah. On- All right,
0: it is now 1141 on- PM Eastern time. Want to welcome everybody into the Not for the Bay podcast. This is DeVore. Uh, Thursday night football, Philadelphia Eagles, Houston Texans. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles end up defeating the Houston Texans 29 to 17, which the Philadelphia Eagles remain undefeated. And honestly, looking at the, remain- the remainder of their schedule, I-, I-, I, it's, it's a strong possibility that they could unless Nick Sariano decides later on down in down the road during the season like we're going to go ahead and rest some players or or whatever need be but it's it, the direct, the the schedule for the Philadelphia Eagles is looking pretty favorable. But we're going to get into the we're going to get into the schedule uh after we get into the football game between the two the two teams, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Houston Texans. Uh Jalen Hurts another phenomenal game, 21 for 27, through for over 243 yards and two touchdowns able to Get the running game going on the ground with Miles Sanders, 17 carries and 93 yards. And coming into this game, honestly, I'm pretty sure everybody was like, oh, the, the Eagles are going to be a clear runaway here. Like we're, we're thinking it's going to be a blowout. And honestly, at the beginning of the game, the Houston Texans were literally holding their own. They went down the field and and got into the end zone on the first possession. And I'm like, OK, they're not going they're not going to go out with a fight, but. At the same time, I was thinking to myself, the Eagles are probably going to, you know, sleep on them a little bit. And then it's going to take it's going to take a little bit for them to actually take the Houston, Texas series. And in the first half, it it was looking it was looking like they were it was going to be a ball game. And then here come the here come the takeaways in the second half. And then the Philadelphia Eagles didn't look back. But I want to say on the Houston Tex, Texan side of the side of things or well, positives, when you look at the running game, Damian Pierce. We spoke about Damian Pierce a couple of weeks ago, uh, versus the, it, the Jacksonville Jaguars, how he they were he really wanted that win versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as a running back, you sit down and you just watch him run the football. He runs the football very, very hard. Tonight, he had twenty seven carries for one hundred and thirty nine yards, averaging one five point one yards a carry. So literally bouncing off tackles like contact. He don't even he don't see contact. He's avoid <laughs> He's bouncing right out of that and, and fighting for the extra yard. But if they can continue to feed off of Damian Pierce, they can they can they could possibly keep themselves in football games. I'm not gonna say win football games, but they could keep them themselves in football games with riding on riding on the back of uh, Damian Pierce. Now as far as Davis Mills concerned cuz i've i've been very high on Davis Mills i was happy for him to get the opportunity as the Houston Texans quarterback for 2 years in a row at some point Davis Mills is going to have to play a little bit a whole lot better if he wants to keep that starting job for the Houston Texans um they spoke about it tonight during during the broadcast like there's going to be some some quarterbacks coming out and they're going to have to make a decision: Is Davis Mills the guy, or is it is it time to move on? But it's a it's a, it was a great win for the Philadelphia Eagles. They continue to be they continue to be undefeated. Uh, I want to go ahead and look at their schedule moving forward. Um, because again, when I when I glanced at it earlier, it was like they have a, a pretty good chance of going undefeated. But, you know, they end up sleeping on the team, and then they end up catching an L somewhere. But when you look at it, you got the Washington Commanders next with Taylor Heineke. That's Monday Night Football. That's going to be a division rivalry game. You got the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, that could be a, that could be another tough one. Wow, they got another primetime game. Right after that is the Green Bay Packers. Um you know, they, as we know, the Green Bay Packers are struggling right now. The Tennessee Titans. Uh, that's going to be another good game. I would still probably take the Eagles, even though I, I'm not really a fan of what they got going on in, in, in Tennessee as far as what they have to compliment Derrick Henry. Uh, they got the Giants. The Giants, that's another divisional game. That's going to be a good game. They got the Chicago Bears. I'm not really worried about the Chicago Bears. They're going to be at Dallas again uh, Christmas Eve. That could be possibly be the game right there for them, especially for the Dallas Cowboys being at home. Got the New Orleans Saints, and then you have the New York Giants. So there's only two teams really I'm really concerned about that can really give these guys a run for their money, and that will probably be Dallas and probably Dallas and Indianapolis. I, I don't think the Tennessee Titans have enough for them to be able to compete with Philadelphia, unless they're able to, you know, if Derrick Henry has a a monster game on the ground, but the Eagles do have a fairly good chance of going undefeated. Like it just, just the sk- schedule is looking very, very favorable. Now, of course, yeah, the divisional games, it, divisional games to go either way, but I'm, I'm, I'm liking, I'm liking the, I'm liking the Philadelphia Eagles chances right now, even though I don't want them to break the, the undefeated record because you know, who holds it. But, um, I feel like that's gonna be a perfect segue into going into this Bradley Chubb move. Now, a couple of days ago, the trade deadline, which was Tuesday, the Miami Dolphins pulled a blockbuster trade, uh, ended up trading over a first round pick along with uh Chase Edmonds and a couple of other uh draft picks to the Denver Broncos for pass rusher Bradley Chubb. And again, they didn't waste any time. They went ahead and 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 got the deal done. Uh, to extend him for another five years. It's worth over $110 million. Uh, Got some incentives in, involved in there, where it could boost it up to 111. A lot of folks, I was on the internet today, Twitter in particular, a lot of folks like, I don't understand what the big deal is as far as Bradley Chubb is concerned. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just break this thing down because of the fact, like, when you, like, look at the Dolphins over the last couple of weeks. Secondary's been banged up. Xavier Howard is dealing with a groin. Byron Jones is still not off the the PUP list. This, this team, this defense is, 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 is relied upon Byron Jones and Xavier Howard able to play press man to man coverage. And they allow their, their passwords to get to the, to get to the quarterback, which means they load seven, or eight guys into the box. And it's a lot of, a lot of single coverage across the board. Now, Again, this is one of my biggest issues with with, with Brian Flores was the head coach. We're gonna have to you like how are you going to be able to adapt that scheme when you don't have these guys in the lineup? And the last couple of weeks, to be the, the Detroit Lions last week, where the Detroit Lions torched the Dolphins in the first half, um, they ended up having to switch up switch up the what they wanted to do on defense. Now here's where Bradley Chubb comes into play here. Him considering being a top five pass rusher in this league, the Dolphins don't have to blitz as much. They can go out and come go out of some zone, maybe do some some double teaming over the top somewhere. But they have a pretty formidable front four for them to be able to get consistent pressure, especially when you just ended up paying Bradley Chubb, which right now Bradley Chubb currently on the season has 5.5 sacks and is, is ranked third in the NFL as far as pass rushers right now. And then you have the complement of Jalen Phillips, who the Dolphins got last year in the draft from Miami, uh, who's ranked right, right above him. So you should be able to do something a little bit consistent. Then you got the interior, Christian Wilkins, Raquan Davis. And then you have another nice rotation going on where you have Andrew Van Ginkle can come in. Uh, you got Melvin Ingram out of free agency, who's been a pro bowler in in the league, but he's up there at age. But I feel like if you get him in there just for pass rushing situations, he can, he can definitely get the ball rolling there too, as well. Now injuries is a little bit of a concern for me for Bradley Chubb, but Hey, I'm going to be optimistic about it. I feel like we got a, we got a pretty good training, training staff, excuse me, training staff. And we can, we can, we can, we can nip that in the bud, but um I I, I I like the move for sure. I like the move because of the fact that it makes the Dolphins defense a little bit more adaptable and they don't have to, they ain't got to play that, that Russian roulette defense where if the opposing receiver makes one nifty move, they can take it off for a big game. And we don't want to see what we had saw what happened in the first half of the Detroit Lions game where we're at 14 in the hole. And because of the fact that, I just feel like at this point, at this point, we've seen this this scheme for what three years now. It's the third year right now. About three years now. I feel like teams are starting to catch up on to what the Dolphins are doing at this point, and we're going to have to, you know, have to be a little bit more versatile as far as what we want to do um, moving forward defensively. But it also shows that the Miami Dolphins are all in. The, they're going. They're trying to compete for 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 a Super Bowl. Really trying to compete for a Super Bowl, which everything's in the play. Offense is moving, even though I have my I have my my thoughts and opinions about Tua Tagovailoa, but it, the offense is moving, and well, I can't. I have no complaints. But uh, let's go ahead and move on. Move into our Week Nine at betting odds and spreads. Week got betting odds and spreads. So we're going to go ahead and kick things off with the Indianapolis Colts at the new England Patriots currently sitting right now, the new England Patriots are a five point favorite. I personally, I'm when I, when I look at the Colts, the Colts on defense, they, 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 Play very, very good defense, especially being able to stop the run. So I feel like that's going to be able to counteract what the New England Patriots they want to do, which hand the ball off to Ramondre Stevenson and then have Mac Jones piggyback off of what he's doing. So I feel like the Colts are going to be able to shut that down. It's going to make the New England Patriots a little bit one dimensional, and they're going to be able to take care of business. So I am going to go ahead and take the Indianapolis Colts, uh, the underdog, with the five points, being able to cover the five points. All right. Next, we got the Buffalo Bills of the New York Jets. It's the Buffalo Bills are an 11 and point favorite. I like the way they, they're, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. The Buffalo Bills, they're, they're out there. They're doing their thing. The Only thing is, do, do they want to, how do they feel this game? Do they want to go ahead and let the, the, the New York Jets hang around? Or are they just going to just go ahead and put the floor of the pedal? I, I should say they're, they're going to floor on the pedal. Uh, Eleven and a half and a half points is pretty tough. The New York Jets, they're playing good defense offensively is a little bit iffy for me. Would they be able to keep up with Buffalo? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the New York Jets, considering the fact they're at home and it's in a rivalry game. I'm going to say they covered the 11 and a half. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Jets covering the 11 and a half. Then we have the Miami Dolphins at the Chicago bears. Now, the Chicago Bears just recently acquired Chase Claypool uh, across from him. He's going to have a Darnell Mooney. We have the Chicago Bears somewhat move, having an offense, moving the ball with a, with a, with a, with a pretty good rushing attack. David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, Justin, Justin Fields, able to do his thing. And then on the flip side, you look at the dolphins. Like, we just touched on Bradley Chubb. Um, How would this defense look? Like, it's 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 definitely going to be interesting. But the Dolphins are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm still going to end up taking the Dolphins. I feel like the Dolphins may have a little bit too much for the Chicago Bears team. Probably going to go ahead and take the four-and-a-half uh, with the Miami Dolphins. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Washington Commanders, which I'm going to be all eyes on this game. The Minnesota Vikings are a three point favorite. Kirk Cousins first game back in Washington. Like that's going to be a hell of a game. It's going to be so good because a lot of folks wrote off of, wrote off Kirk Cousins as far as a quarterback. Remember him being the first quarterback to get a guaranteed contract? A lot of folks didn't like it. They felt like Kirk Cousins was overrated, but at the end of the day, a man. They only have one loss on his record this year. The first in the, in the NFC North, they just got a brand new toy in TJ Hawkinson. You can't complain. They like I. I strongly believe the Minnesota Vikings could easily walk away with this dub. So I'm going to go ahead and take the going ahead to take the Minnesota Vikings in the three. Next, we have the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. Now, the Green Bay Packers they're struggling. Yes. And the Detroit Lions are last place in the NFC right now. Yes. But, but it's the spread is three and a half. The spread is three and a half. Now, if the, if the Green Bay Packers somehow find a way to lose this game to the Detroit Lions, like we going to have to really do some serious. Some serious uh, ser- searching here, like wow, what what is the reason why we are losing, and doesn't get doesn't help the situation where we just had the trade deadline Tuesday and you couldn't pull the trigger uh, pull the trigger on a trade to get getting anybody. Like there was this there was this report about Chase Claypool for the second round pick that the the Chicago Bears offer had the second round pick is a little bit more valuable than the Green Bay Packers second round pick. I get it then you have the situation just found out today the Brandon cook situation where 18 million dollars in this contract next year was going to be guaranteed they wanted a second they wanted a second round pick and a third if i'm not mistaken for them and a lot of teams weren't budget on that but i feel like the Green Bay Packers at this point you are very desperate for a wide receiver to come in and make an impact and you didn't you didn't do, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. You didn't help out Aaron Rodgers. Like the whole reason why you wanted to bring him back was the fact that you wanted to go out there with a chip and you're gonna promise him things are gonna be different, but you're not uh, providing him with any any weapons. Like you ain't find a way to make this thing work. That's basically what I'm saying. Find a way to make this thing work because each week the season is just dwindling away, and he needs some help. This is the bottom line. He just needs some help. Next game we have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Atlanta Falcons. The Los Angeles Chargers are a 3 point favorite. Now, thing is with the Chargers they are a very very suspect team. Like one day they'll be hot, another another week they'll be they'll be extremely cold. And when you look at the Atlanta Falcons, they're just coming off of, they're coming off of a, a, a pretty tough W versus the Carolina Panthers. And I'm liking the way they're playing football, but that secondary is a little bit suspect. And I feel like the Los Angeles Chargers are going to be able to have a field day in that secondary if we get anything of a repeat of what happened with the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Los Angeles Chargers and the three points. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the spread is going to be seven and a half Cincinnati. Um, ah, this is going to be a tough one because I like Cincinnati. I, I don't know what's going on with them. They're not looking like that Super Bowl caliber team that they were last year. And the crazy part is they reshuffled the whole offensive line and they actually put some pretty decent players back there and they're just unable to do to be able to throw the football consistently. Um, But I'm still going to go ahead and go with the Cincinnati Bengals. My only thing is I'm going to say the Carolina Panthers are going to be able to cover the seven and a half. It's going to come down to like a three point game, something like that. Like the Cincinnati Bengals, they just not being able to move the ball. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say the, the Carolina Panthers cover, but they're going to end up losing the football game. Uh, next we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ja- Las Vegas Raiders, they literally choked away the game last week. I was so livid because I had jo- uh, Josh Jacobs on my roster. Uh, then you have the Jacksonville Jaguars, which honestly, yeah, they're like blah. They, they, they it's, it's with Jacksonville. At one point they was like they was looking like a legit team, and then like after that, after the first two games, it's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And then of course with the situation with, with Trevor Lawrence, and I'm not seeing any progression here. Like, you got to start playing a lot better. Well, play like you're like you're the first overall pick and from from the 2021 draft. How about that? That's what we want out of you. Nothing. 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 Nothing less. That's what we want. That's what we want out of you. But this is a two bit. The Raiders are a two point favorite. I'm looking at the Raiders like. I hope you learn your lesson. Josh McDaniels hand the ball off. To Josh Jacobs. That's all you need to do. Hand the ball off to Josh. Jacobs. need to get about 30, 32 touches. And then then you start to get the picture. Like this is what you need to be doing. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Raiders on this one. I feel like they'll be able to get back on track plus i feel like if 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 the raiders don't win this game it's going to be like questions going to have to be a- a- asked well questions are going to be asked and there's going to have to be some answers to be for for these questions so that's just my thing i'm i'm i strongly believe uh excuse me i strongly believe um the Jacksonville Jaguars right now, especially Trevor Lawrence being the first overall pick and the most anticipated first overall pick, that is just very, 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 very hard for me to understand. Like what is going on with this situation? Like what is going on? Where are we at? I'm sorry, my screen froze. Um there we go. Also the same thing, but both teams, both head coaches are on the hot seat, honestly. I feel like they're on a the hot seat. Alright, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the four o'clock games. We have the Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals, a uh, NFC West rivalry game. Where it's a what one point? It's one point. So it was either way, uh I like Geno Smith. I talked about Geno a lot. Arizona, the hot back offense looks different. I'm taking Arizona at home. They like I I feel like this is it right here. The previous meeting, couple of couple of bonehead interceptions. I'm, i I gotta go with Arizona. Go ahead and take that one. Go ahead and take that one point. Give me that one point. I'm cool with that one point. All right, next up we got the Los Angeles Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I tell you both these teams are in flux right now. Um the Buccaneers are a three point favorite. Now when you look at it. The Los Angeles Rams can't protect the quarterback, can't run the ball because the offensive line is not that good. Then you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, I just feel like the guy is just a little less motivated to play. This is my thing. That's what what I'm observing from it. They're just a little less motivated to play. But I'm going to go ahead and go with Tampa Bay because I feel like they can get themselves together with a motivational speech, and they should be able to get you know dogged out. Will be able to dog out and then take take advantage of the Los Angeles Rams. So I am going to go ahead and take the three points for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this game right here is concerning for me because of the fact that, okay, if Derek Henry can can manage the clock versus the Kansas City Chiefs, it's a possibility that we can slow down Patrick Mahomes if possible. Maybe, uh, but that's the only way I can see this thing happening. Like, you don't have any receivers for the Titans. Like, off, it's 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 going to be tough to pick against the Chiefs. I'm going to go ahead and say Tennessee's going to cover the spread because that 13 points is a little high. That's a little high. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Tennessee Titans are going to be able to cover the 13 points. All right, last game is the Monday night game. That is the Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints. I'm like, Ugh, that's another suspect game. So where do I want to go with this one? It's two and a half. I'm going to go ahead and take the Baltimore Ravens two and a I, right, I... yeah they just added Roquan Smith. He's going to be calling the plays. Like I could, I will, I'm definitely going to be watching this game to see if he can make a big impact, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens as far as in that, in that, in that second level, like that's going to be interesting, but I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with Baltimore. It's going to be a two, two and a half points. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Two and a half points. It's all good. Let's see. My screen froze. How could you? Nah, if not, yeah. Ugh. that's hard. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to say that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say the Tennessee Titans cover that thirteen. I, I don't. I don't know. Why I was sitting here b- b- bouncing boxes with that. I. 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 In the box around. I'm going to go with that one. Now, Baltimore. Baltimore at the New Orleans Saints is the Monday night game. Uh the Baltimore Ravens are a two and a half point favorite. Uh. <laughs> New Orleans is playing very well with Andy Dalton as their quarterback. Like I said, Roquan Smith is doing his thing, or well, Roquan Smith is coming in as the middle linebacker for the Ravens, and he should help shore up a lot of things on that in that at that second level. Go ahead and go Baltimore. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's, let's do Baltimore. Uh, do I want to do Baltimore? Andy Dalton is so familiar with that, with that team too. Oh. Yeah. Go Baltimore. We're going to go say Baltimore going ahead to cover that spread. Yep. Two and a half. Yeah. They're going to cover that. They're going to cover two and a half. Like this should be no reason why they should be able to cover two and a half. Uh, but there you go. That's week nine. The week nine picks. Hopefully something going to hit like. We 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 definitely looking for some We definitely looking for some, looking for some good luck here But that's it for this edition of the Not For The Bay Podcast Be sure to tune in next time This is DeVore Be sure to go ahead and uh, check out the social media sites uh, the, Yeah, I'll see you What? Months, I'll see you Monday so It's gonna be Monday we, We're gonna want to go into the weekend I'm up out of here, man
1: You can look me in my eyes And you know I'm up to something yep. Yup, 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 yup. Ain't no fucking guess, man, feel like Kyrie ain't no puppet. but the heavens need an angle just for studying. yeah. You know it's always a vibe when some real ones collide. Gotta keep some people around who know how to survive. Tussin' like a nigga just arrived. Around the clock, a nigga lose a sense of time. I done been through some shit. Yeah, I been through some shit, but I get do it for what it's worth. Can't show no love, but the respect don't come first. Can't paint no mind. Look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something Ain't no love lost, I just move how I move